Previously on Chosen Ones, Estel and Arthur gather the sparks at the library to go over what is currently known about the moss. Estel reveals Wind's abilities don't work on the substance, leading them to believe it might be a spark ability. The group overhears Essence and Estel talking in private, revealing that the Esmer also has been taking God's brandy. Later in the evening, Shui has another dream where he sees Winona, except this time she is pure white and appears to have forgotten him. She shows him the world and asks to be taken to see it for herself. Shui tries to take her with him, but wakes back up in his cabin alone, apologizing to the moon spirit for leaving her behind. Alright, so, Shui has just woken up, it is the next morning, it is the beginning of the next six days for you all before you find out who your mentors are. Oh boy. Elias mm-hmm. tries to put on his armor without waking anybody up. He fails, Theo wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna let me roll. Nah, because Theo gets up early anyway. Theo wakes up, I guess. <laughs> Eat to stealth. <laughs> You're allowed. Yeah, this is, they, they would, like, be accustomed to this. <laughs> you can hear Avaya muttering to himself, oh, I'm getting better at this. <laughs> so sneaky. So sneaky. Uh, yeah, Theo will get uh, ready himself for the day. Um, okay. He planned on going to the library to do something. He just goes to look at poetry books and then write some poems down into a blank book that he has. Is he writing his own own poems? No, he's copying poems that. That's uh, fucking plagiarism. <laughs> he's copying them because he can't check them out of the library. <laughs> yeah, you see Erm coming out, little little goblin, and it's just like, what are you doing? I, um, well, I can't check the books out. So, what book is that? He kind of leans up. Uh, just po- poetry. Um, oh, that's fine then. Oh. You can write it um, down. Don't take it out. You can write it down. Right. Just making sure it wasn't any spells or anything. Goodbye. He wanders uh, away. Oh. Okay. Uh, huh. Theo continues to write down poems that um, he and Brandy had looked into last time they were there. After a few minutes, Erm comes back. Was it for? Uh, <laughs> Theo uh, jumps a bit, uh, and he's like, um... Uh, you know, my friend. Oh. He's very clearly trying to, like, uh, look over the table to see what kind of poems you're writing. Well, it's poetry. It's it's edgy. <laughs> it's edgy? Yeah, it's it's anything that Brandy would have liked. Did Brandy like edgy poetry? Uh, I mean, depends. Some of it, yeah. Some of it definitely is, Deep but there poetry. are some that are, like, I don't know. Anything that Brandy would have liked. Is it for that goth man? <coughs> uh, um. Goths love poems. <laughs> uh, why do you ask that? I was just wondering. You see him slowly start to sink below the table. Uh, sorry, I mean. He pops back up. <laughs> if you want to talk, that's that's fine. I. Oh no, slowly starts to go back down. 
Uh, okay, um... Well, have a good day, Erm. No, you too, I'll be around. <laughs> As he says that, you just hear lots of feet, like, scuttling off into the distance. <laughs> he... Basically what Theo does is he'll copy different poems from different books. Like, it's not, like, all from one book. It's, like, a variety. Um, and he's taking care to, like, make it legible. And he, like, cites all his sources. Because he's <laughs> like, well, what if he wants to find them again? So, uh, Roll a perception check. 19. Okay, yeah. So you don't see anyone come up to you again, but you notice there are more poetry books over the course of the time that you are here than what you started with on the table. Theo blinks. Uh, he'll probably have, like, a little cork of a smile and look around. Don't see anyone. Thank you. He kind of just says to the air. Um, and he'll continue to write. Um, and he does that for a good while. He leaves the first few pages of the book blank, but he's writing poetry in, for now. I do want to ask Theo something when he gets back, whenever they uh, meet up again. Well, Snit, he probably would know that Theo went to the library. Well, yeah, he went, but... Should we get on library? What the fuck? No okay. <laughs> Uh Instead, I do have another scene that I would like to do. Otherwise, I would have should we go to the library. While they're out, um, and they have this free day, I imagine a Vyath would go out training. Uh, he went to the church. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too. You can be going to the church. Okay. She was like, hey, Yaya, I have a question. Yes, what is it, Chewie? How would you describe a god? Hmm, interesting question. Well, I would describe as go- a god. <laughs> 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 it's an inter- interesting description. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would describe, describe a god as... <laughs> <laughs> he just drowns himself. He doesn't want to describe a god. He can never do it justice. No, um, yeah, he says, I would describe a god as a being that's above all others, one who helps keep balance within the universe, and a being that controls a certain domain of existence. Ah, I see. Gods are the greatest beings of all, more powerful than anything else in the universe. I, um, have you ever mm, met a god who didn't know they were a god? That's a weird question. I would think every god would know they're a god. How would a god not know that? Right? He says, um... Right? Oh, my, that's so confused. Last night, I think I met a god. Um, Winona, Moon Spirit. She... Or, or maybe it was a dream, but she didn't seem to remember who she was. Can I do a religion check? Yeah, you can do a religion check. See what he knows. Nat 20. Oh, Damn! Shit. Fuck! Shit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the spoilers. I was gonna make the DC higher because it's not technically a part of your church, but damn. You know that uh, Winona is known as Winona the Moon Spirit or the Rabbit in the Moon. She is part of the Twinkle of Twilight Church, which is considered the um, strongest church with the three of the four main gods that were the first ones in existence. 
Uh, she's kind of like a mischievous goddess who is said to reside in the moon and is protected by her mother, Dara. Um, and her level of activity is dependent upon the cycles of the moon, with her being most active when it's full and completely absent when it's dark. Uh, and she is hidden to protect her from her second mother, which is Solari. And she is the goddess of the moon, dreams, and sleep. And with a nat 20 I'll also give you, you would know that she is trapped because there was a, a, a war a long time ago that was between uh, the sun goddess and the moon goddess. Like, beginning of time, essentially, was when this happened. Uh, or close to the beginning. Um, it was called the War in the Sky. And it was when Winona was born, Solari claimed that she was her first mother, while Dara claimed that she was her first mother. They, where there was arguments about who essentially made Winona. And the two got into a very big fight over it, causing those who worshipped them at the time to break out into war um, because of it. And it the war ended with Dara sealing Winona in the moon to hide her from Solari. And the world became then divided into the three regions that you know today, uh, with Sol being where a lot of the Solari followers went, Dendara being where the, where the Dara followers went, and Winaria being where the Winona followers went. Well, Leviath would first start by saying, I don't think it's possible. Uh, she's trapped inside of the moon. I don't think you could go inside of the moon that quickly. But I did. It was really... It was really weird in there. Really dark. But then it got really bright. And I could see the whole world. What? How... How did you get in there? Uh... He... Thinks for a bit. And he's like... I... I don't know. <laughs> I just... I... Woke up there. Huh. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess anything's possible? Uh, but she is known to be a mischievous god. Um, so he's like, I don't know if I would trust everything she says. Maybe she's well aware that she's a god. I don't know. She seemed like I could trust her, maybe. And he pauses for a bit. And it's just like, she's the goddess who favored my parents. Uh, or so she says. Well, not so she said. That's what Mizuni said. Favored your parents? As in she guided them in some way? Uh, yeah. Well, that's quite impressive, I suppose. That's surprising to hear. Elven swords are gifts from the gods. And they change based on which god favors you. Oh, that's really cool. I want an elven sword. <laughs> he kind of gestures towards his, uh, to his his elven blade. Though my um, my elven sword it's new, um, I think. Master Dashi said she hadn't seen it before. Ooh. And it's not from uh, Winona. Hmm. Well, I hope it's from Claytor then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she kind of sweats. It's not from Claytor. It's um. He learned how to say the name properly. I'm just saying, because like in the beginning, he was like Kratos. <laughs> um, 
It's not from Crouton, it's from... He says, No, uh, it's from Mizuni. Uh, you can roll a religion check for Mizuni. You definitely recognize that, Avaya. 17 to religion. You would know a lot of the kind of information that has been said already throughout where Mizuni is the goddess of water, storms, and trickery. Um, she is one of the elemental gods, arguably the most obscure in terms of she does not have a lot of followers. Most of her followers tend to be seem to be people that have kind of been roped into worshipping her. They don't really normally seem to be fully willing. But yeah, water, storms, trickery, and illusion. Part of the elemental church. Uh, kind of like the bastard child that the elemental church is like, and we also have this one, but you know, we're just it's in the back of the book and we don't talk about her. And you would also know that she is said to reside within the lake and mirror depths. I don't think I might have been necessarily frowned at that, but he would say, um, oh, that god, um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really. Doesn't really have the best reputation either. Yeah, I know. But I'm not going to let that get me down anymore. Well, good. As I said before, it's the strength of the wielder that matters, not just the strength of the sword. And he nods. And he's just like, hey, why are you going to church, Yaya? To devote myself to Claytor. I like to give prayers as many times as I can. Okay, see you later. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, um, I'll go with you. Great. I think it's good to give God thanks every now and then. Okay. Sure, you go to church. He's gonna uh, try to pray to Winona. Yeah, you guys walk into the church, and a few minutes after you walk in, you see the door to the confession booth open, and Peter kind of coming out and shutting it behind him, uh, and looks confused over at you two when you walk in. Doesn't seem like he was expecting anyone else to be coming in today. Oh, Master Peter, good morning. What are both of you doing here? Offering prayers to the gods, of course. Mm-hmm. She says as he's nodding. I see. He kind of makes his way over towards the altar where he seems to be kind of like picking up a Bible and putting it, kind of tucking it away. It looks very small. It's good to see you here and to give thanks to your god and not just always pray for your own wishes. I do my own forms of worship throughout the week. I see. Well, good on you. Don't like to talk about it. Don't feel like shoving my religion in anyone's face. And he's looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Religion's important. Didn't know you had a god, though, Shui. Winona um, favored my parents, and uh, she's visited me a couple of times. So I just want to thank her. Winona, the moon spirit. You know of her? That's who Libris worships. I didn't know that. Kind of cocks his head a little bit at you. You went to Jackrabbit's Keep, didn't you? He nods his head. Usually people drawn to that goddess tend to take on the form of rodents or rabbits. Huh. He's trying to remember. Were there any other, like, rodents or rabbits he saw there other than Lebris? I mean, you saw a lot of animals around in general. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Um, there were definitely, like, rodents and other rabbits and things around in that area, but, um, in your group, it was just you and her. Okay. Now that you mention it, I- I did turn into a rabbit, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. You did. A jackalope, specifically. 
A rabbitan. Yeah. Yeah, why it's too dumb. <laughs> Unless a Viath would be like a jackalope specifically. No. <laughs> no, Viath's also an idiot. He doesn't he doesn't know jackalope specifically. He's just like, yes, rabbit. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know that uh Libris worshiped Mizani. I mean not Mizani. Ooh, Ooh. God, oh my god. <laughs> worshipped uh Winona, so that's interesting. But Shumi looks to Yaya and is like how should I start? You just clasp your hands together and um, say in your head uh, what you wish to say to God. Uh, okay. And he goes like, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, closes his eyes, bows his head a little bit, and he's gonna uh, pray to God. <laughs> I guess I'll. And uh, he would say something like, "Um, hi, it's Shui. I'm sorry I couldn't take you with me." But it was really nice getting to talk to you, and as soon as I'm able to come again, I'll definitely visit you. Um, thank you for looking over us all. Um, and then, uh, how do you end your prayer? Oh, he goes like, hey, Yaya, how do you end your prayers? I don't know if you'd say amen in this world. Oh, well, that's how he's going to do it. You just say amen, and you stop. <laughs> you just stop. <laughs> stop keeping your hands together. And, yeah, she's going to be like, Thank you. And then he's done praying. You see Peter up on the stage looking like he's fiddling with something, and then you see confetti go off. Whoa! <laughs> What's that? And he, Peter's just looking deadpan as he as he does this. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, I didn't know you had a sense of humor. He kind of looks towards you, Avaya, still deadpan, is just like, I'm not. This is what my god prefers. He pulls out another one and does it again. <laughs> I like it. Can I have one? Sure. You see now, um, he opens up his like little cloak. He's got a ton of these. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> he hands you one. He's like, they are a bit of a theatric. She pulls it again. Uh, pulls it. Not like in front of Peter. Oh yeah, no, literally in front of Peter. Like, ooh, how do you, how do you, how do you use it? <laughs> um, then you just pull it. Yeah. You just see all the confetti go directly in Peter's face. And you see his face kind of twitch for a moment. And he's like, that's how you did it. Good job. <laughs> oh, sorry, Master Peter. It's fine. He's like brushing confetti off of his shoulders. <laughs> Shoot, he claps again. Um, and he's praying to Peter's God, but he doesn't know Peter's God. He's like, uh, to whoever Peter's God is, thank you for <laughs> looking after him. Peter's just kind of looking at you, and he's like, "Didn't are you praying again? Didn't you just pray? He's like, oh, I was praying to your god. You see him smile at that, and he's like, good luck. <laughs> she um, looks, or turns back to look at Yaya. He's like, Yaya, how do you know if they got the message? Can't really know with certainty, but I'm sure they're listening. Usually people have better luck if they're more close to their god. Paladins like me and Aviath are lucky to get any sort of sign. Huh. You could take the easy route and you see him grimace. What does that mean? It could be a warlock. The cheaters. Oh. <laughs> he says, like, uh, and, you know, his, obviously his mind went to Brandy. <laughs> Brandy doesn't seem very close with this god I don't think hmm well I've seen two different Eldritch Blasts from him so I'm not entirely sure which one he has can a warlock have more than one god 
Not usually, no. Unless they made a pact with something before, and then changed it. Huh. Hey, Yaya, what do you think? Shu's like, constantly interrupting Evayeth. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brandy just has an unusual god. It's not unheard of to have two gods. There are... He pauses uh, as he's trying to think. Certain circumstances where that might be possible. Do you think Brandy knows he has two gods, maybe? No, I actually asked him about it. He can't remember any of his gods. Huh. That's sad. Uh, I think I recall him saying that his god was like wearing a hat. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he said the only thing he remembered about his god was that he was wearing a top hat. He's recently learned new information, but he Avayath did, doesn't yes. know he's learned new information. <laughs> so yeah, all Avayath knows is that he wore a top hat is all that Brandy could remember. He remembers having a god that wore a top hat, but that's about it. That's all he seems to know. Huh. I see. Peter makes another confetti go off. Avayath <laughs> <laughs> tries to catch one. Don't. They're supposed to hit the ground. Oh, sorry. He drops the one he caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Master Peter, who's your god? He kind of looks at you a little bit, and he's just like, it's personal. Makes another confetti go off. <laughs> sorry, I have to use 12 of these. He makes another go off. <laughs> <laughs> one for every hour on the clock. Makes another go off. <laughs> Where do you get those from? I make them. Another goes off. <gasps> Can you teach me? Teach you? It's just confetti. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkle in his eyes. Then teach me. He doesn't say it like that. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> sure. I can show you how to make... He kind of looks at them. Poppers. Poppers? I don't know if they have an official name, but that's what I call them. I want to know too. You guys, it's <laughs> yeah. not a huge. Okay, sure. It's fun. I'll I want teach it. you later. I'm busy. He makes another go off. Okay, I'm okay with ending the scene there on that note. So we will move on. Did the other two have anything they wanted to do this week? Learning to play loot from Chewy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can do that scene. And also, I do want to talk to Tia. Tia? Tia? Theo's at the library for a long time, which is kind of normal for him. You, I mean, a lot of the time he'll hang out with Brandy, but if he's not doing that, he's usually at the library, and he just spent a lot of time at the library today. Is he? Would he still be there, or what do you think? He'd be there for a while, like, not up to curfew, more like probably to mealtime. Okay, I think right before mealtime, she will stop by the library. Well, first he'll stop by the cabin, and I'll be like, Hey Brandy, have you seen Thea? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting you to talk to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I heard he was heading off to the library this morning. Okay, thanks. And he's gonna sprint off. Alright, bye. Good talk. <laughs> arrives to library goes inside or Thea or do I see Aaron first or do I see Thea first um roll a perception check okay um 18 you see Thea first okay hey Thea huh he uh 
is very startled and he looks up from his writings. He looks, he's like between a bunch of books, like stacked around. <laughs> she kind of waves him and then kind of um, goes over to him. He's like, uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, you know a lot of things, right? Uh, I, um, not a lot of things. Depends on what it is. He is like, so, um, is there more than one, um, big land like ours, but somewhere else? He opens his mouth. Does he know this, Cassie? No. You can roll history to see how much you know about, like, explorers and stuff. Okay, I'll do that. 19. Uh, With a 19, you would know no one has ever um, made it past the two main forests that are fucking, they sure have names, give me a second. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No one has ever journeyed past the two forests, Wildwood Forests and... um, the Black Forest, any attempts to make all the way through those forests have resulted in extreme injury or disappearances or death. The same goes for Wicklow Ocean. Any sailors that have traveled too far out on the ocean have, again, either been lost uh, to the sea or came back having fought, like, massive beasts and, like, really tall tales to tell. Theo opens his mouth and he's like, um, well, as far as I know, doesn't really seem like anyone's been able to check if there is more than one then we don't know about it hey theo did you know the world is round i'll drop it (laughs) Uh... (laughs) what if i was like actually the world that you guys are on this one is flat no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) she is just like i i think i saw more than just where we are yeah? Um, how did you do that? Um, Winona showed me. Uh-huh. How did you meet her? I had a dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is like, oh, it all makes sense now. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, was there anything fantastic out there? I saw... I was really high in the sky, and I saw a bunch of clouds, and when they parted, I saw the whole world. Theo was amazing. It sounds amazing. I'd like to have a dream like that. And I saw a bunch of places like ours, but it's like our map, but it was like on another side. Oh. (laughs) And it was surrounded by water. Theo's just kind of smiling. I'm sorry, Shui. <laughs> he does not believe you. Um, he's just like, it would be very incredible to find out what's really beyond those waters. I admit I'd be interested to travel there myself. Um, I suppose if I had a bit more courage about me. But uh, as far as I know, everyone always disappears when we try to find anything, so... Shui. And I think he'll smile some more. He was kind of like, he kind of deflated when um, Thea mentioned like the disappearances. 
um, and that no one's like been able to kind of explore past the you know, continent borders. I, if there are people, those other lands, I want to meet them. Dio smiles, uh, and he's just, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be, I think, the biggest adventure yet. He nods and sort of closes the book he had been writing in. He looks around for Erm. You can roll perception again. He just wanted to know if Erm was around, because <laughs> Erm brought most of these books and... Theo's like, I'm tired. <laughs> you would have to roll to perceive him. He's very stealthy. 21. Uh, yeah, you see kind of in the shadows um, two of those little urn duplicates kind of off in a corner and you see them handing books to each other. One of them's like, no, not that one, and hits him over the head with the book and he's like, ow! <laughs> um, urn. They both look towards you. Do you mind if I leave these here for tonight? Oh, sure. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow to use them. Sure. <laughs> right. Uh, he looks back to Shuey. I like to imagine one arm was like, sure, and then the other arm was like, sure. Well, I think I've done a lot of writing today. I'm ready to eat myself. I'm sure you're ready as well. <laughs> uh, he like, places a hand on his tummy tum tum. Um, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Theo smiles and is like, let's go then. You can talk more about uh, your interesting visions. Yeah. And he's gonna yeah, go off to go eat. Go off. I like to picture every time that Shui's walking with other people that he's just skipping along. <laughs> I just picture him every time that he's just he's skipping. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah. That's that. I kind of imagine him doing the, uh, like, not his arms fully out, but kind of doing like a like a small airplane as he's running. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of kind of raised a little bit, fingertips pointed up. Yeah, I see. I it, we say we picture him very anime. Set, that's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> so yeah. I think I saw on Twitter that today was National Anime Day. Oh, I saw that. Shui's yeah. birthday. It's, yeah, it's Shui's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Shui. Um, <laughs> We go to dinner. So, um, a few days have passed in the middle of the week now. You're getting together. Let's get to the pond, right? <laughs> Let's go to my pond that I fucking made. No. <laughs> yeah. I just realized they're both doing their own thing this week, but it's literally for each other. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, <laughs> the one week that they are like, um, we're not hanging out this week, I guess. But it's because they're literally doing something for the other, and I'm dying. <laughs> so they get to the pond. Actually, he probably has a loot as well. And he's uh, just like, so, Brandy, are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, lead me into it. Okay. And, you know, they're probably sitting, like, by the pond. And he's like, first thing we should fix <laughs> is your posture. You should try holding it like this. He says, and he's uh, gonna demonstrate. He does a back bend. Uh, no, he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he holds it with his feet. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow Shui's lead. He's like, good. It should make it a little bit easier to play now, though you're pretty close the first time, too. Show me what 
you can do. And from there, I can give you pointers. Yeah, sure. I can't remember how you described it the first time we started playing this way. Didn't play great, but like, it didn't play terrible. It seems like he's trying to like, remember, essentially, our old fucking performance. I was like, let's see. Oh, not bad. 19. She's like, it's good that you're not a complete beginner. You were right when you said you were just rusty. Um, I think what you need more than anything right now is practice. Yeah, I think so. Is there anything? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just, I wasn't sure. It'd been, uh, it's been a few years, I think, since I've actually picked it up again. Let's, let's work on the basics. That'll strengthen your, uh, your knowledge. And then, um, he kind of shows off. He's like, is there anything you want to play? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. There's, uh, I don't know, certain types of tunes I like to, I like more than others, I suppose. Something slower is always nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says, um, and he's like, uh, follow along. And he's going to, uh, start playing as well. I don't know, what do I roll to teach? <laughs> Brandy would just get advantage if you were teaching him. Okay. So, Brandy, you can roll with advantage to see how Shuey's teaching goes. Roll what with advantage? Performance. Cool. Let's see. First one's another 19. <laughs> Second one. Okay, we'll go with that 19. Okay. <laughs> I would say you just kind of brush up. Uh, it does seem like Brandy already kind of knows what he was doing, and like that first attempt might have just been not great uh, <laughs> earlier because it had been a long time, but he does say at least pretty consistent. Um, with you guiding him. Awesome. Um, he's definitely good. Like, with a 19, he's definitely good. Yeah. She was like, you're really good. You should have performed with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a... I'm not much of a performer. <laughs> well, let's freestyle. Um, you play something, and I'll back you up. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you can roll one more time with advantage. That's fucking 19. Very consistent. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's very consistent. Especially with you backing him up. Extremely consistently good. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Sorry. My throat. I got something in my throat. What is that? <laughs> uh, I was eating something. <laughs> that was great. I think... If you were to play the same way you're playing now, that Thea would be really blown away. <coughs> well, are you okay? Uh, no, it's just it's the same out of nowhere. <laughs> she kind of strums the loot lightly, and he's like, Hey, Brandy, can I ask you a question? Uh, sure. Uh, you don't have to answer, he says, and he kind of smirks. He's like, but what do you uh, think of Thea? Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> uh, his tail's like nervously flicking back and forth. 
as he continues to like idly strum and look off in the distance and he's like I mean I think very highly the COP I owe my life to be honest uh, he's done nothing but help me through uh, some pretty tough times these past uh, few months of knowing him and I don't know. Uh, I appreciate him a lot. He's one of the best folks that I've uh, ever met, I guess. I care about him a lot. I couldn't thank him enough for what he's done for me. She smiles warmly. Then I think that's more than enough. Lately, the two of you, um... <laughs> he, he laughs. And as if he knows, like, a little secret. (laughs) Um, He's just like, I think you mean as much to Theo as he does to you. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Trust me. Before this camp is over, you should definitely play a song for him. Even if you can't say what you feel to his face... I think your message will get across, and that's better than not saying anything at all, right? <sighs> Y'all are uh, real inquisitive. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I don't know about all that. <laughs> she kind of laughs. Okay, one more time. Did Viath have anything he wanted to do? Nope. I have a scene actually for you. Over the course of the week, kind of going out and training and stuff, uh, Draga actually approaches you. Hello there, Draga. Hello. Helclator. Yeah, Helclator. <laughs> she looks kind of nervous as she's approaching you a little bit. Oh, uh, you seem nervous. What's the matter? Um, I wanted to talk to you about something. About something? You can talk to me about anything. Yes, well, um... She kind of looks down a little bit uncertainly and she's just like, I feel bad about, I lied about something and I feel bad and I don't, I, I don't want to get kicked out if I tell anyone about it. You lied about something. Mm. Did you pray to Claytor for forgiveness? I did. He doesn't answer. She looks like she's about to cry. That's the problem. (laughs) I'm sure he'll answer someday. He's just dormant right now. Yeah. And she looks up at you, still looking kind of sad. She's like, I didn't see Claytor in the booth. I failed Peter's training, and he just didn't call me out on it. Oh, Draga. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I, uh, I was envious of that, but it's understandable, everyone. He said he knew, and he didn't call me out on it, but I just didn't want to look stupid in front of everyone. Raga, you don't look stupid. I you look tried your best. Stupid. I essence calls me the rock goblin, which normally would be a compliment, but she says it in a way that doesn't feel like a compliment. <laughs> that booth, um I don't know what the criteria for it is. There weren't clear instructions on how to get it to activate. No, there weren't. So it's not like it's your fault. It's the booth's I fault. I tried really hard. 
You did try really hard, and that's what really matters. It's a religion-based thing, though, isn't it? So... I think it's... I think it's a magic thing. I don't even know if it's... I didn't meet a god. We were in a church, though. Doesn't that mean I'm supposed to be good at it? She's, like, clapping her rock sadly together. <laughs> oh, well, I mean... The golem was also in the church. That didn't make it religious. I mean... Hmm. She seems to be thinking about that. Thinking about that. Hmm. <laughs> and the golem really didn't seem very religious, did it? Yeah, it was actually very horrifying. It was oh, the opposite yeah. of religious. She shivers a little bit. Mm -hmm. What matters is that you're putting forth your best effort, and if you continue to do so, you'll be rewarded one day for it. She seems like she's gotten a little bit more confidence over this course, the course of this conversation, and then she's just like, "Do you think I should um, I should still tell Peter that I?" I think it's good to be honest. I like I said, I feel like he knows. Why did he not say anything? I think he just didn't want to embarrass you in front of everyone. Mm. He's really quick to embarrass Essence. <laughs> she, she says. <laughs> well. Essence, you well, you know Essence. She got kicked out. She like looks like a little mischievous at that. <laughs> that that's Essence. That's a different matter. But in your case, even if Peter is disapproving of your lie, I still think you're doing great. She nods a little bit at you for that, and she looks down at the two stones she's been clacking together, and she raises one up to you. Do you want one? Yes, I would love one. She looks very happy. <laughs> Is there another stone nearby for him to pick up so he can clack them together? Yeah. Yeah, he does it. He starts playing a little song. You see her look at you for that, and then she takes the one stone that she has, looks at it, and she cracks it over her knee and then starts banging those two together. <laughs> Poor he starts clanging like, I don't know. I don't care. I just want to see a bear. You were a bear. No, I just want to see a bear. Oh, I was a bear. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I did get to see a bear. I got to see myself. Oh, I didn't. You saw what you looked like as an animal? Well, I, I guess technically no. Oh, then I guess you didn't see a bear. Damn. I mean, darn. Shouldn't swear. She laughed at that a little bit. Um, we'll, we'll move on from that scene. I'm sorry, did you fucking say that that this bitch broke a rock over her fucking knee? Yes. What the <laughs> fuck? How hard are her fucking knees? What do you mean she broke a rock over her fucking knee? <laughs> Cracked it like a fucking egg? What do you mean? <laughs> you haven't fought Draga. You don't know how strong she is. Jesus. <laughs> fucking 20 in her constitution. Her. Fucking Christ. Dodge the knee attacks. <laughs> well, Riddle beat her both times. Well. Riddle just has harder knees. <laughs> they clash knees and Draga's oh, God. Her strength score is entirely in her knees. Ouch. <laughs> it's all on the knees, baby. <laughs> we will move on from that scene to Theo and Brandy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, so it's the end of the week. It's the day before you're supposed to find out who your mentors are. Theo has had a long week of a lot of writing. So basically a time when it is just he and Brandy, I don't really care where. We can say you guys are at the cabin and Shu and Avias are out for the day. Uh, possibly both training together or separately, but yeah. 
He was probably like messing around with his things for a bit, uh, and he'll look over to Brandy. What's Brandy doing? Uh, he's like fiddling with the loot right now. Theo, after a while, he looks. He he's like messing around with his stuff for a long time, <laughs> but if you look closely, he's not actually doing anything. <laughs> He takes a long time, and then he'll uh, sort of, like, take a deep breath uh, and kind of walk over to Brandy. I assume he's sitting on the edge of his bed. Yeah. Yeah, Theo's gonna stand next to him for a second and say, Uh... He has something behind his back. Uh... Brandy, do you have a moment? Uh, yeah. I got free time. What's up? I hate that you changed the music! <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking uh you're gonna kill me. Um so Theo's uh he stands there for a second, he's like, um well it's just uh what you said um that other night, um I just uh I really appreciated it meant a lot to me uh, so I just wanted to show you that um, and he pulls out a little uh, a little book lit from behind him and he's like you don't uh, I mean it's probably kind of weird um, you don't have to read it if you don't want but we couldn't um, check out any books from the library, so I just thought the ones that you were interested in, uh, that you might want to remember in the future. Um, so I, uh, I mean, it, not, not too many. I sort of wrote some down in here for you. He looks surprised, definitely, and, uh, face definitely, like, red a little, but he's like, uh, Oh, uh, well, thank you, Theo. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's really sweet. Well, I just wanted to... I just really appreciated what you said that night and stuff. So, yeah. Um, the first few pages, though, sort of from my own brain. If it's weird, uh, you don't have to... Is reading it. Oh god, okay, here you go. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I have to read it out loud for podcasting. Do I? <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. You said earlier that, like, keeping stuff like that from the I audience know. is hard. I know. So, in the letter it says, Dear Brandy, For years I've been doing the same thing and afraid to move forward into my life too afraid to move farther from what I considered safe. But then you arrived, it feels like you've changed everything, and now my life is moving forward again. I told you I promised myself I'd help you toward a better life. Honestly, I think at this point I'm along this path because I wanted to thank you. Destiny was kind to let us come together, it's something I don't want to take for granted. Because while I was living out my life back home, I was directionless and purposeless. I went back to the farm because I felt a, a debt to my auntie, but with meeting you, my life was given purpose again. I don't want to go along 
with you out of guilt. I want to go with you out of joy. I don't think it was a coincidence we met so soon before we were summoned to the Chosen Ones organization. Whatever the purpose was, I'm glad my fate seems to be tied to yours this far. Thank you for coming into my life, Grandy. I'll always be here for you when you need me. I don't really know how to end this letter off, but I don't want there to be an ending. See you. And then in parentheses at the end, he says, hope this gift isn't weird, haha. See <laughs> yeah. I will cry. <laughs> Brandy looks very, very touched. Uh, don't know if he cried, but he definitely is like, you see, that means, very obviously means a lot reading that. Like, he has a very big smile. Uh, cheeks very red still, but like, very big smile on that. Yeah, Theo's own face is like, beat red as he's like looking at his lap with his hands clasped there and he's just kind of like sitting very um awkwardly I guess next to Brandy <laughs> just like oh you're reading it okay that is the nicest thing that anybody's ever done for me thank you Theo that is that is so sweet <laughs> I just, I just, um, wanted to show you that I mean it when I, I say that I, I'm here for you and I appreciate you. Yeah, and, um, I'm still, I'm here for you too. Always. I, you see him like, he stops because he's like thinking of trying to figure out what he wants to say. Yeah, I have I've actually uh, got something for you too, I guess. Kinda. Oh? You uh, caught me, I guess. <laughs> In the middle of some uh, pretty terrible uh, loot playing the other day. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I spent the uh the last uh last week or so practicing with Shuey uh to help me better get a grip of how to uh how to play. Well, that's so sweet. You thought it'd be a good idea to play something for you. Oh. We uh, will do so. <laughs> yeah. Cassie, give him advantage. Yeah, you have advantage because Shuey's been helping you. Cool. But I did want to note, uh, as soon as like Brandy was like, I have something for you too, uh, Theo's like head snapped to look at him and basically uh, pay attention closely. <laughs> uh, but then he's like, yeah, I'll play a song for you. And I was like, oh, what? Well, Theo did that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brandy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Keep doing good. Damn, fucking Brandy. Better than the fucking 24. Yeah. Fucking means a lot, apparently. Mean, yeah, you literally would have had to nat 20 to do better. Yeah. How fitting. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Fucking amazing. Theo watches in awe, because he... Brandy did not sound this good last time he heard. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> 
It's very clear he's been practicing. Theo sort of just listens for a while. Um, very pleased, it seems. He's just very touched by this. Um, Theo's just dealing with the big gay right now. And I would say once he gets like near the end of said song, he would uh, he'd look to Theo and be like, Shui recommended that uh, that would be a better uh, <laughs> alternative to words, I guess. But to be honest, I don't know that there's anything that could properly convey how much you have done for me over the last few months and how much uh, you you mean to me. Theo's misty-eyed, also seeming a little dazed. (laughs) He just kind of slowly nods. Uh, It was very, very nice. Um, (laughs) Very nice to listen to. You did really well. Thanks. He kind of leans forward a bit. uh, And he's like, Theo, you, uh, you mean the world to me. And I don't ever your side. Theo sits in shock. <laughs> um, face still very red. Might be crying a little now. Brandy will lean forward and give Theo a kiss. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. On the lips. A kiss on the lips or the head? I said on the lips. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Theo is shocked, but he'll eventually um, hug Brandy and kiss back. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. Okay. I don't want to ruin the moment, but how great would it be for Vi to walk in right now? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh my god. If that does happen, I want Sherry to be with them, and they made poppers. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to do that? Okay. Oh, I don't yes. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Even, even better. I want them to be like in the window, and you both hear like the sound of like pop, pop, and you look out, and then they're like covered in confetti <laughs> in the like, window. Fucking watching. <laughs> <laughs> do I you love guys that. want that? No, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, pop, pop. <laughs> Yeah, Avias is there. He does the pop, and they all see him. You both hear two very loud pops coming from the window while you're kissing. Yeah, he fucking jumps at that <laughs> and, like, snaps head to window and just, like, looks at them, like, fucking face is bright red and, like, tail wagging. Uh, you see Avias and Shui currently with confetti floating around them in the window. You motherfuckers. Shui's bouncing up and down, like, really excitedly. Smile is huge, and he's waving. Avaya <laughs> oh, gives two big thumbs up, and then, like, a yes nod. 
Theo is like face also beat red. He also uh, his head snapped to the window. Um, God, just in shock for a little bit. Uh, but then he kind of laughs a little bit and he's like. <laughs> Uh, well, that <laughs> was unexpected. <laughs> I guess that's my, uh, specialty, I guess. <laughs> and now, seeing clothes. <laughs> Congratulations, you two. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said congratulations, you two. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, you guys are gay. Session 37 seems like the right point. <laughs> yeah, that is that. We're going to wrap up that scene. So you guys go to bed that evening. You guys go uh, to sleep just having that encounter earlier in the day. Um, I shouldn't say encounter, just having that interaction earlier in the that day. That encounter. Yeah. Roll initiative. <laughs> um, and go to sleep knowing that your finals are coming. Not your finals, knowing the results of your finals are coming tomorrow. And you guys wake up the next morning to a knock on your door. Leviath is up early, swings the door wide open. Good morning! It's when, um, on the other side, he's just like, good morning! You're here to bring us to training? Not training. You're gonna find out who your mentors are today. Oh, right. That's what we were doing today. Yep. We've been talking all week. A lot. He looks tired. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to find the results. Yeah, well, come on. You guys have been waiting long enough. Did you have a good week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, looks in a very dazed but good mood. Wynn looks happy to see that you all aren't extremely depressed still, so. (laughs) 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 He's like, aw, yeah. I didn't have to do anything. You just got out of it yourselves. Cool. You are all gathered in front of the stage where the mentors are currently lined up on the stage. Peter and Estelle both looking as grim as usual, um, with Libris and Wynne both excitedly chatting with each other, and Arthur is also standing up a little bit separated off from them and looks out over all of you and is just like, as we call out your name, the mentor that has decided to train you will step forward. So let's just jump right into it then, shall we? He looks towards everyone and he pulls out like this little scroll like he's prepared this um, and clears his throat a little bit and looks down to Riddle and says, hush, Riddle. And Wynne steps forward and gives Riddle a big grin and Riddle doesn't seem surprised by this and gives a nod of respect. And he's just like, I'm sure you have a lot to teach me. Uh, and Wynne's just like, you bet I do. And Riddle gives him like a good humored smile and is just like, as long as I don't have to arm wrestle you or anything ridiculous. And Wynne's just kind of sweating. And he's just like, damn it. Uh, and looks away. There goes my first week of training. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, that'd be stupid. And like, Arm nervously, nervously steps back uh, into line. <laughs> and after that, Arthur waits a moment for Wynne to go back into line and looks out again over everyone, uh, specifically at Titus, and says, Titus Zenevoth? And Essel steps forward, and Titus seems nervous as she does so, and kind of looks at all the other mentors. It's just like, did I uh, do something wrong? <laughs> and Essel seems I being punished? surprised by that statement, and she's just like, do you think I picked you as a punishment? 
Um, <laughs> you can see he's just like sweating a little bit and shakes his head no, and she's just like, good, then I expect you to be on time for training tomorrow. And she steps back. <laughs> Oops, fucked up real early, huh, Titus? <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur continues down the line. Shooey! <gasps> if she uh, bounces up and he like, uh, yeah, he stands up. Uh, there is a little bit of a delay before Libris steps forward. Yee! And she gives you an excited wave and says, I'm so excited to train with you. You can visit the keep as much as you like. Shuey gives an excited wave back. And he's like, um, thank you, Master Libris. She kind of thinks about that for a little bit as you say that. She's like, Master, okay, that's fine. I can work with it. <laughs> <laughs> And she steps back in line at that, and Arthur continues down the list. Draga, and again, Wynne steps forward, also giving her a big grin, but instead of looking excitedly at Wynne, she just immediately turns to Riddle and tugs on his cloak, and she's like, we have the same mentor, Riddle, look, same one! Uh, And Riddle gives, like, a little chuckle at that, and Wynne doesn't seem to be bothered, but, like, kind of endeared by the fact that they're, like, so excited to have the same trainer. These bitches gay. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> um, and he steps back into line at that. And Arthur continues down the list. Brandy. Oh, God. Um, and you see Peter step forward, followed by a confused-looking Estel, who also looks over at him at that. Um, and there's a m- moment on stage where they're both kind of just staring at you, staring at each other. And Estel clears her throat a little bit. And she's like, <clears throat> Peter, we talked about this. And he looks over towards her and is just like, no, you talked about it at me. And you see her kind of hesitate for a moment before she reaches out and pulls uh, and like kind of pulls his hand gently. And it's just like, you'll bring out the worst in each other. Is that what you want? Um, And he kind of looks at her coldly and is just like, don't pretend you're doing this for the right reasons. You're being selfish, too. And he takes a step backwards. And Estel is just like, trying to like brush that off that just happened in front of everyone and you can tell she's not happy about it um and she looks over to brandy and is just like sorry about that i thought our communication last night had been clear i'll be training you brandy gives a nod he figured it was probably going to be her or peter so he's not really surprised seeing that it's essel he's just gives like a hesitant like nod to her after Estelle and Peter's little argument, Aviath sort of leans over to shoot and he's like, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur looks also tense and is just like, uh-huh, anyway. Um, and <laughs> continues on the uh, list. Marital troubles, am I right? <laughs> anyway. Ha. Um, and looks out over everyone again, continues down the list. Essence pale gold. And there's a very long pause of silence. Um, And just before Arthur is about to speak up again, you see Libris take a deep breath and step forward. Fuck! (laughs) 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 Fuck! Is that just a curse to be with Essence, huh? Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking comedic timing of that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm not fucking laughing. Um, and you see Arthur looks at her with kind of like a raised eyebrow and it's just like, are you sure, Miss Libris? That's not what we discussed. It's not, so... And, <laughs> and then, um, 
And she looks like she's kind of thinking a little bit, and you see her eyes actually kind of glance over to Brandy for a moment. Yes, I'm... I'm sure. And she turns to Essence and gives her a tired but gentle smile. It's just like, I want to help you be better. Why the fuck she look at me? What the fuck? What was that? Why the fuck she look at me? Hold on. Why the fuck she look at me? You were the one who spoke to her in the forest, remember? And we're like, are you gonna train her? Ah, gotcha. You did this. You're the <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Oops. I said your actions would have impact. Oopsie daisy. Get fucked, son. You can see Essence looking at her, um, a bit shocked, almost, before turning her head away, and then doing um, a very quick bow, and you just hear her say, Thank you. And Libra steps back. And uh, Arthur continues down the list. Aviath Abaddon. Aviath confidently walks forward, <laughs> hands on his <laughs> hips in a superhero pose for some reason. <laughs> Um, and Peter once again steps forward, and you see Essel, Estel bristle before uh, Wynne kind of gives Peter a slap on the back. It's just like, yeah, good choice. You're like opposites, yin and yang. And you see Peter like actually stumble a bit at that God. and look at Wynne with surprise. He kind of gives him a big thumbs up. And yeah, and Peter clears his throat a little bit. And it's just like, <clears throat> yes, I'll be training you, Mr. Abaddon. It is an honor, Peter. Uh, and he gives you a nod before stepping back into line. She was like, it's Master Peter to you. <laughs> Bitch. Attacks. <laughs> and finally, um, Arthur looks at the last one on the list. It's just like, Theo Redston. And there is a pause. And then another pause. And a full minute passes. And you see all the mentors kind of shifting as time continues for longer than anyone would like. It's very almost disturbing how quiet it is for a full minute before Arthur... Wait, wait, before you... Before you... <laughs> Uh, Theo's reaction to this is he's like awkward like haha I guess it's my turn and then his like the longer he stands uh, the his face just falls and he he looks kind of really sad <laughs> Avayath again whispers to Shu and he's like awkward <laughs> Arthur's kind of eyeing everyone over at this and he takes a very deep breath waits just a beat longer um, before turning towards you with a smile um, that clearly shows he's trying not to be like overly eager right now and he's like well it looks like you'll be training with me then Theo okay, okay. squeezes Theo's hand <laughs> um, Arthur looks out towards everyone and is just like well you all have your mentors then we'll start training for real tomorrow so get a good night's sleep hey Theo tries not to cry. <laughs> it just, it feel it, it had mega, I got picked last for volleyball vibes. Or Definitely, vibes. yeah. And uh, Theo, is, his heart hurts I really bad right now. All of the mentors looked incredibly uncomfortable. God, that makes it worse. <laughs> They're all like, Ooh. It's because Arthur bullied them. I was like, don't you fucking dare. He's just like, oh, I thought... I really thought <laughs> I thought y'all liked me, but okay. And that is that is the end of that. So you guys are free to go do whatever for the rest of today before you go to bed for the night. And you do have your check-in with Peter. Okay, still noting. Theo 
feels that devastation. Shayna actually is super happy with this. I've been kind of wanting Arthur to be Theo's mentor from the beginning. I was like, I know he's not really a mentor, but I want him to be Theo's mentor. But I, <laughs> I kind of gave up on it because I was like, yeah, probably not. Uh, but hey. Or at least you don't have to double dip. You don't have to train your fucking essence. <laughs> <laughs> they they walk off, I guess. And Theo's like, I, 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 I thought... Uh, I, I, I thought they wanted to train me, but I, I guess. I mean, it's like you said, to Shui, it just might mean that they don't really got nothing to, uh, to teach you. You said that Arthur had mentioned you are particularly, uh, uh, skilled, yeah? Or like, like. You had uh, a real high chance of being the next chosen one? Yeah, that's why I, I just thought maybe because I only would be taught by Arthur if no one else wanted to. I don't know. It's not, nothing. I, I don't know why I'm... Never mind. I mean, it just might mean that they, yeah, that there's not much. If you're already at that level, then there might not be much that they can offer you. It's not a bad thing. Right, no, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, um, have a, have a good time with, um, being trained with Estelle. That is kind he of... grimaces. <laughs> I'll, I, I was kind of hoping she would pick me. <laughs> Fucking trade. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I could, but you know it's their choice. But it's fine. I'll just, I'll just go be taught by Arthur, who I barely ever saw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it won't be that bad. No, I'm sure... I'm sure it's fine. It's just... I don't know. I don't even know what he's... about, really. Except, I guess... all his stuff... in that place. Well, I'm sure you'll get a... good chance to find out, huh? Right. Um... Shui, you seemed happy with your placement. She was probably uh, jabbering off to Avaya about how he better treat Peter right. No, kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, I want my son home by fucking 8 p.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably was talking to Avaya about how like kind of lucky he was to be able to get Peter, um, and that he'll be like super strong because of it. And then uh, when Theo speaks, Shu's name, uh, his attention is drawn towards yeah, Brandy and Theo now. He wasn't really paying attention to them really that much before. But he's just like, yeah, Master Libris, she worships Winona. And... Oh, right. Winona's my friend. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you seem to have a good match. He kind of laughs. And is just like, <laughs> we're both rabbits, too. Both... Oh, with the, the training, right. But Theo, wow, you get to train with Master Arthur, right? And that means you get to see the radio. The, hmm? And 
He's just like, I want a radio. That way I can talk to Master Dashi. Did you hear something from the radio too? He uh, looks at Brandy. I only heard voices, but I couldn't really make anything out. Voices and noise. I think um, Master Arthur called it uh, static? Oh. Uh, I see. Did you hear something? Yeah, <gasps> I did. I heard a familiar voice. Familiar? Are you talking about the music box? Yeah, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, that. Yeah, strange box that he had. Hmm. Well, if you're so interested in it, I could ask him about it. If I'm taken there again, I guess. Uh, I'm not that interested in it. I mean, if Arthur wants to talk to me about it, then by all means, he can talk to me. But I, I don't have any particular interest in seeking whatever he's looking for out. He seems like he's getting into uh, some britches that are too big for him. Uh, oh, um, good too good to know what's a radio <laughs> some weird box that arthur's got you didn't hear it it was making all kinds of noise uh there were a lot of things in there i, I don't know what anything was i'll ask arthur about it later let's go back to the cabin <laughs> she's brain was about to fizz out <laughs> trying to explain what a radio is. as you guys are nearing the end of this conversation the mentors are still up on stage they stage they seem to be talking um, to each other about everything. Um, you see Estelle currently having a conversation, what looks like, with Arthur. Um, Theo, you get something in your head. Oh boy. What is it? You can very clearly tell that it is Estelle's voice in your head, and you hear, Meet me in the library later. We should talk. Theo blinks to attention, uh, and he looks over to Estelle's direction. Don't look at me. Don't talk about me. Do not try to perceive me in any way. <laughs> he, he, like, awkwardly, uh, immediately, like, looks back in front of him. Discombobulate. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you, feel, you feel two main hands on either side of your head. Don't you? Fucking yeah, <laughs> like, tap your head. <laughs> uh, Diego's like, hey, did you guys hear that? <laughs> did you guys hear... <laughs> And then, discombobulate. <laughs> oh, it's my... funny because Future Vision... Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Literally knows he's about to fuck it. Oh my god, it's perfect. She really is. Anyway, uh, Theo, like, hurriedly looks back in front of him, like, awkwardly, uh, sweats a little. And he's like, well, yeah, uh, let's, um, go back to... I mean, I might go to some... Uh, the library first, but, you know. <laughs> so we go back, but Theo branches off. He says goodbye to them for a second. He'll be like, I won't be long. I don't think. Brandy gives him a kiss on the head goodbye. Oh. 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys. And then he's like, maybe I won't go to the library. Like, fuck it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Theo smiles. Um, and he'll go off. Okay. You go off to the library and you wait inside for a bit. Uh, and it takes it takes probably about 20 to 30 minutes before eventually waiting in the main study. Uh, Estelle walks in and looks at you and is just like, good, you got the message. 
Uh, I mean, you told me not to look at you when... Correct. Uh, so, um, what was so important that I, I couldn't have my teammates here? Um, she kind of looks at you and then looks around a little bit and is just like, why don't we go to my office? Uh, okay. And she starts going up the steps. He nervously follows. And you hear her shout, Um, if anyone comes in, tell them I'm busy. Um, and he's like, yes. And you hear scuttling around the, the library. As they rise the stairs, so does rise Theo's anxiety. Um, and you step into her study and she kind of goes and immediately goes and sits behind her desk. And looks at you, and is just like, I wanted to train you. Oh, oh that's a relief to know. We I all thought... did. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, okay, um. It has never happened before, but Arthur seemed to have decided that we're only allowed to train two people for some reason. Ah. Oh. Came up during our discussion. He said, oh, it's always been in our terms, don't you remember? And he pulled out his contract, and sure enough, there it was. Never talked about it before. Fucking went back in time and changed it. Contract. <laughs> contract. This motherfucker, he really wanted to train Theo. Theo kind of blinks, and he's just... Well, um, at least you got some people that you really did want to train. Some people that I have to train. Ouch. Oh, um. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why I couldn't be trained by you then. Because we're only allowed two people, according to Arthur's new old contract. Right. No. I. Yeah. Of. Never mind. But those are his rules in his own, the way that he likes to run things, I suppose. But this is my office, and these are my rules in my office. So. I would like to train you. <laughs> Fucking secret this training. <laughs> um, this bitch. Theo kind of brightens. Um, he's like, so I can't, I can learn from you. That's wonderful. I, I really did want to be trained by you, Miss Hestel. Good. Um, and she kind of looks at you and is just like, I don't think you understand exactly. We are all picking people based on who we have to train, who we think we are the most beneficial for. Want shouldn't have anything to do with it. Uh, right. No, okay. I understand that now. And you seem to, according to Arthur's assessment, have a lot of potential, which is why training with me is especially important. We've gone over many times, um, the past history and things that tend to repeat themselves. Also, just in terms of general assessments, your, um, speech was good, but could have used some rough around the edges in some places, and if you have that much potential to be a chosen one, you should know how to speak in public. It's not my area of expertise, definitely. I didn't really... I, I don't know. It's no worries. It takes time. Right. Mm -hmm. So yes, you'll be meeting with me here once a week. We'll do it at the beginning of the week. Arthur's usually busy on Monday, so we'll do it then. Uh, 
are all right. Um, and remember what I talked about during our first week of training here. What we talk about in the library stays in the library, including this conversation. Oh. Um. Okay. And then she kind of just waves her hand a little bit, and she's like, you're dismissed. That's all I wanted to talk to you about. All right. Um, well, thank you for reaching out even afterward. Um, have a good night. Of course. You should be trained by a chosen one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, Theo scurries out. Uh, he closes Essel's uh, study door, heaves a sigh of not relief, just more anxiety. He scurries off, um, hurries back to the cabin so he can hang out with Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, earlier, Peter was the one who fucking burned Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, we would know. Yeah. <laughs> they really like emphasizing like we've been chosen ones, but bitch, I think Arthur has been a chosen one. Y'all just he just didn't tell you. Just in a different timeline. <laughs> he just didn't tell you. Or different Forgot yeah, to mention it's just in the it's just in the future or in the past, and it ha either hasn't happened yet or he's like, bitch, you maybe it happened, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> Um, so just speeding through it, uh, you go into Peter's hut again that night before you go to bed. Same sort of ritual you've been doing all these other weeks. Same exact thing with Brandy, where he's still coming up green, but it is flickering now at least. Um, and he seems to be glad that there is some sort of sign that there's progress at all. Um, and just prescribes you another dose of the god's liquor and sends you off. Um, so in the morning... Everyone is woken up again uh, by Wynn, uh, who invites you all to come to breakfast for that uh, that morning before you all will do your first uh, training session with your trainer. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yummy, yummy, go eat. So yeah, you guys go to eat breakfast. Um, you see Peter and Estel currently up on the stage. Peter's kind of sitting down and Estel is sitting next to him. Um, they seem to be talking to each other very quietly up on the stage. Um, everyone else is out for breakfast currently right now. Do they look tense at all? Peter and Estel, definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Fuck that. I want breakfast. I don't care about the drama. <laughs> I do also want breakfast. Yeah, go for breakfast. Lunch time. Make sure Brandy eats, too. Yeah. Brandy do eat. Elias takes two waffles and uses them as bread and makes his own weird breakfast sandwich. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Avaya, no. <laughs> Stop. You know, what? maybe I'm not so hungry. What the fuck <laughs> do you have on your plate, Avaya? I made myself a little breakfast sandwich. I don't think you know what a little? breakfast sandwich is. <laughs> well, you'll never know if it's good if you don't try. I want to try, I want to try. Yeah, you try it and tell me how good it is. He tries it and then like, it's a bunch of it spills onto his plate and he's like, oh, this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, really? Was it not? But it did at least taste good. Tasted pretty good. Breakfast never tastes bad. See? She's gonna try it. Wonderful. <laughs> She's gonna try what it. What a mess. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> Okay, uh, and you guys continue to eat, and eventually you see Wynn kind of make his way over to your table and just be like, Hey guys, how you doing? 
I win. Doing great. Sorry, I uh, I didn't end up picking anyone in your group. I really liked you guys. I just didn't, you know, only allowed two apparently. He also seems a little annoyed by that. It would have been fun to be trained by you. Um, so thank you for the sentiment. Ah, oh, it's cool. Uh, and I kind of get a train of Ieth. I mean, I'll be around. No. Oh, great. Why's that? Uh, oh, because you're like Peter's keeper. Uh, right, right. <laughs> he looks very actually disturbed when you say that word. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> no, uh, not not Peter's keeper. No, no. Right, you just... I, I don't know what you do. Why do you... Why do you seem to have to follow him around or keep tabs on him. Uh, you see him kind of sweat a little bit and he's like, oh, I'm sorry for this conversation. Um, like, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> um, he's just like, it's just part of my job. A calming effect or something. I'm not going to say what immediately came to mind. If it was sexual, please don't. It was not sexual at all. I was literally okay, gonna say, okay. "Oh, like a fucking support dog," but that would oh be demeaning God. as fuck. <laughs> so I'm like, "Nope, not gonna say that." <laughs> a support dog. Oh my God. I didn't mean it like that, but he's like happy, like a puppy, and also fucking. It's literally like a therapy animal, essentially. He's he's therapy half work. Anyway. Yeah, um, so Wynn sits down kind of and talks with you guys for a bit more um, before you see Libris kind of coming out from, uh, she looks like she's coming from the direction of the front gate, looking a bit panicked. Um, and you see Wynn sigh immediately when, she's, when she runs over um, and starts to move towards the stage where Peter is sitting and only, only to have Libris kind of grab his shoulder as he's standing up from the table and just be like, and shaking her head. Um, and just be like, oh, no, not yet. Um, Listen, the benefactor and the keeper are here, both of them. Uh, they came unannounced at the same time. Uh, and she looks like she's about to have like a panic attack as she's saying this. The who the who? The who the what? Uh, and you see Wynn's eyes kind of go wide at that and then quickly move back to Peter. And he's like, so uh, should I uh, like distract him then? And she nods vigorously. Uh, she's just like, I still do, please, until me and Arthur can smooth things out. And Wynn nods and starts making his way towards the stage as Libris turns to run off again towards the front gates. The who and the who? The benefactor and the keeper. I don't like either of those. Why does one benefit and one one keep? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Like> Shayna. <laughs> uh, and you see Wynn very, like, loudly um, go up and, like, start talking to Peter and Estelle and just be like, wow, you guys made great picks last night, huh? Anyway, I just came over to talk to you and see how you're doing. And he just starts going on, like... <laughs> Why are they acting weird? Who's the benefactor? And who's the keeper? That's a great question. Those are some weird titles. Don't like the connotations of keeper. I guess we might find out, considering. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Hyatt is going to be a dumbass, and he's going to yell over. <laughs> Wait, no, he's going to see that. Wynn's trying to calm them down, so actually he wouldn't. <laughs> he looks like he's about to, and then he's like, wait. And then he wait sits back second. down. I can take a hint. <laughs> <laughs> this one time I can take a hint. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, and you see Wynn continues to talk to them for a little bit before, kind of in the middle of the sentence, he's just like, and yeah, and so then I was like, and just stops in the middle of the sentence, and see you see him like freeze, and then he's like, anyway, we should go check the perimeter right now, right? I don't think anyone's doing that, let's go do that! And he just grabs both of them by their hands and starts dragging them, and that's just like, uh, Wynn, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation before you came over here. He's like, yeah, yeah, we can have it over here! And he starts dragging them literally towards the, um, towards like the exterior of the wall in the opposite direction that Livers came from. I feel uncomfortable with this turn of events. And as you guys are kind of waiting, uh, you see Libris and Arthur kind of start to make their way into the camp, uh, into where the seating areas are, kind of looking around at everyone nervously, and it's just like, uh, you hear Arthur speak up, it's just like, um, hello everyone, we have some surprise guests today uh, who wanted to introduce themselves, and you can see he looks clearly nervous, as does Libris. And he's looking around at everyone with a tight smile, and he's like, So we're just going to have them do that real fast. You can continue to eat your meals, though, don't worry. And we'll still continue training in a bit, so... Yeah, he's just smiling very tightly. Um, and you see two figures come up behind him. Uh, and you see as they come up, one goes on the side of Arthur, and one goes on the side of Libris as they walk up. Um, you see this man on the side of... Arthur. You see a man with a white mask covering just his eyes, blonde hair, kind of a golden green outfit with uh, these black sapphires, uh, one on each shoulder and then one in his belt, and he's holding some papers. <gasps> oh, Cassie. Cassie, that man. Be still, my heart. So beautiful. And then getting up on the side of Libris, you see a woman, a tiefling, uh, with pure white hair. Uh, purple horns and tail. In the center of her chest is some kind of strange eye tattoo symbol, and she's also wearing a mask, but this one is black and covers her entire face. Uh, it has some markings on it, and you can see two purple eyes staring out at all of you. And hold on one second. Let me message one of you something. Uh. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who I messaged. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you see those two kind of uh, come up on either side of them, and Arthur looks super nervous, and you see those two eyeing each other. They do not look happy that the other one is here, definitely. Not at all excited. And uh, they start to make their way up towards the stage. Arthur and Limbrus also start to make their way on either side of the stage as they move up. And the one with the blonde hair speaks first, looking out at everyone, is just like, Hello, my name is Flynn Larkspur. I'm the assistant and brother to the king of the Timeless Heart from Prime Capita, or just King Larkspur if you prefer less of a mouthful. Uh, we provide funds and information to assist in the training program of the Sparks for the better of tomorrow. I'm also known as the Benefactor, if that was how Arthur introduced me. And he kind of nods towards Arthur, who gives him a small smile, um, and he's just like, I'm here to observe the progress being made during the first season the program has been opened and to report my findings to the king. And you see Arthur smile immediately drop and just be like, um, you said you would warn us when you were uh, coming, uh, Flynn. And Flynn looks down at him and is just like, well, the king decided that I should make my way here a little sooner than planned, and, you know, sometimes we just don't have time to send a message beforehand. And you can tell based on Arthur's expression that is complete bullshit. <laughs> and, um, and he's just like, no time, of course, well... We're happy to have you here. And you see uh, the woman 
speak up uh, next to him, kind of looking out over everyone. Hello. I am Estelnis Corlai and Peter Octavius's keepers. I lent Estel to this program during the first run, upon the request of Arthur, and during its second run I also added Peter at Estel's request. I am always looking for chosen ones that can help support our society and fight against the horrors that reside in them. And I am also here to observe. And you see her glance over at Lark, uh, uh, Flynn at that. Who tenses. And that figure kind of looks out towards everyone um, at that. Brandy fucking disguise selves immediately <laughs> to be human. I will roll to see if uh, she noticed you before that. So roll stealth. Will do. Um, I got a zero in stealth. So. Mm-hmm. Brandy, something wrong? 16, not bad. She got an 18. Um, <laughs> so yeah. You see her eyes kind of snap towards you as you turn, like, as you turn. Um, and she kind of cocks her head a little bit at that and says, out loud, just in front of everyone, when did you get an abogrim tiefling? Avaya's eyes widen. <laughs> oh, his disguise self drops immediately and he's like... I thought they went extinct. And you see Libris just kind of immediately tense at that and looks up at her and is just like, um, we had, I didn't know that, um, what's an Abagrim tiefling? She seems confused. She also seems confused. And she's just like, I have not heard of, um, heard of Abagrim, obviously. And she's looking more and more uncomfortable. I didn't know he had tieflings. Brandy's going to slowly stand up. And he's going to walk ten feet away from the group. And then he's going to cast Thunderstep and get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Okay. So this big boom of thunder is heard as Brandy fucking teleports. Oh, shoot. Did someone just leave? Um, and at that, you also all see um, at your table, Essence get up from her table, knocking her chair over, and she just turns and runs. She's like, what's, what's happening? You see this woman's head cock and turn towards that, too. Okay, well, I just wanted to note, before it gets too long, uh, Theo was upset by Brandy getting up in the first place, um, just trying to see what was wrong. And then Brandy bolted, and you know, just like Brandy, <laughs> very um, confused and upset. He probably would start trying to go after him, but you can, yeah. Libris is looking out towards everyone. He's just like, "What is going on?" Um, and this woman kind of continues to like look around at everyone. Seems to be trying to see if there's any other standout figures to her, and then sighs and looks at those that were remaining. And she's just like. Seems I made some people upset. And Libras looks up at her and she's like, Um, miss, I'm sorry, I don't think you introduced yourself to everyone besides your title. Sorry, I forget to mention that sometimes. I'm Ilya Porlai. Board of D&D? Want to try something else? Why not check out Control Group? We test systems so you don't have to. Using our patented mini-campaigns along with one-shots, we test how far you can stretch systems with our unique ideas 
and broad storytelling. Our mission statement is to give a voice to those not often heard in the TTRPG community, so whether it be a system you've never heard of, or our testers being people of color, people on the LBGTQIA spectrum, we want to make sure our stories are broad, vast, and told from different perspectives. So whether you want classic role-playing or just big goofs, come listen to us try out systems, some of which we've even made ourselves. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, or head over to controlgrouppod.com. That's CTRL, just like the key on your keyboard. There you can find the systems we test along with easily accessible PDFs. So check us out if you're into Monster of the Week, Passion de los Passiones, uh, Song of Fire and Ice, Blazers and Feelings, Gunsight, Void Worlds, Wizards and Wands, Stranded, Interstitial, The Last Shonen, and so much more! Thank you to our high-tier patrons, Mr. Bakudan, Vessel, Z, Jessica Long, and now The Magic Man. Some episodes will be releasing fairly close together on podcasting platforms as me, your lovely DM, went on vacation and forgot I needed my microphone to record these outros. So for those of you only listening on the podcasting version, expect more content soon. And if you don't want to wait, as always, we have lots of episodes up on YouTube. We just celebrated our 50th episode, which is wild because this is only 26 making it out onto Anchor right now, but I'm doing my best. I'll be seeing you again very shortly. Until next time, fellow sparks. Bye.